Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Kels. Today I have a super special guest and my co-worker, co-worker at the coffee shop that I work at and today I have my friend Grace Mathis with me and we're going to be talking about all things girl bossing and relationships. So yeah, I can't wait to get started and Grace, you can go ahead and say hi. Hi! And I'm just going to ask her the normal questions I always ask. Where are you from? When did you give your life to Jesus? And what's your go-to coffee order? Which she's like the coffee connoisseur. Like my, <laughs> favorite, my favorite coffee that I drink every day now is because of Grace. So, Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. Um, I kind of been from everywhere because my dad was in the military. So um, we kind of lived all over the place. But most recently, before college, I lived in Dallas. Um... But now I'd probably, I probably would just say, yeah, I'm from Texas. Um, my go-to coffee order. Um, right now, I've been really loving either, like, an iced mocha, like a small iced mocha with an extra shot. And I love a good uh, peppermint mocha. Yum. And then when did you give your life to Jesus? Or, like, what does that relationship look like in your life? So, I grew up in church, um, but I wasn't really, I don't know, I wouldn't have said, like, I had a relationship with the Lord until college, probably, um, which is kind of weird to think about, because looking back, I was like, oh, I had such a great relationship with the Lord, which in the moment, I probably did feel that way, but I think in college is when I realized what that actually looked like and what it meant. Um, I did a discipleship program a couple years ago. And that is when I, like, truly understood how to study the Bible and um, pray. Awesome. And then just, like, a bonus question just so they can, like, get to know you. What are you studying? She's, like, she's so freaking cool, guys. She graduated early, and you can kind of give your whole (laughs) spill on that. So I went to University of Arkansas for my undergrad and studied social work. And now I'm getting my master's in social work. Yeah, guys, she's killing it. She's better than me. Um, and she's literally the only person in my life that's like, you have to go to class. Everybody else is like, skip class. You deserve it. And Grace is like, Kelsey, you have to go to class. So she's awesome. So whenever I was talking to Grace about this episode, she was like, I want to talk about girl bossing. And I was like, Grace is the only person I know that could actually consider herself a girl boss because I feel like everyone else is kind of like, Says they're a girl boss, but like Grace is actually girl bossing. Also, if you hear a little puppy crying, that's her dog Teddy. He's so cute, <laughs> and you should go follow Teddy on Instagram. Um. Anyways, so I just wanted to ask you, like, in your eyes, what does girl bossing look like? What does it look like in your life? What do you think it could look like in other people's lives? Just like the rundown on that. Mm, being a girl boss can mean a lot of different things. Um. I guess for me right now, I feel it's it's just getting stuff done. Like, I am working two jobs and doing school full-time, and I'm about to get married. Such a slay. So, I feel like, I don't know, also just, like, handling things and taking care of yourself at the same time. Like, all of that encompasses being a girl boss. (laughs) Um, Teddy. (laughs) um, But, yeah, I think for other people that can kind of look similar... um, just like being exactly who you are and being unapologetic about it. That's so awesome. And that's like one of the first things I feel like I noticed about you. Like whenever I met you is I was like, Grace is just like very real to Grace. And like she, if you're doing something wrong or like you say something like 
that's not very like positive or like uplifting she'll like call you out she's like don't say that I remember I said something and you were like literally don't say that and I was like okay I think I said like I, w- I was like I'm so dumb and you're like don't say that and um I don't know she's just been like a very like positive and influence in my life since I met her and I literally met her like what like a month and a half ago something like <laughs> yeah, that whenever you started yeah locals. and yeah so super awesome um so if you could give because this is just we're keeping the girl boss thing to minimum because I have a lot of questions about the relationship aspect because I think I just need to be educated on that and I'm sure a lot of people are listening <laughs> to this do too so um what's just some general advice you would give to people that are like oh I want to like step up I want a girl boss I want to get everything done like how do you manage that in your life and just like what's some advice you would give I think a good start is having like a good support system um like, there are a couple people in my life who I'm like, those people are there with me, like, ride or dies. And those are the people who encourage me to continue being who I am and to speak out on, like, injustices. And uh, my fiancé, of course, is probably one of my biggest support systems that I have right now. Precious. Um, And he just, like, he backs me up on things and supports whatever I do. Um also just being like super confident in yourself and like learning that apart from anyone else like I think that before I started dating my future husband um I really learned like what confidence meant and how to just like always be myself and um I think that's like a good start to it but also like doing things that you feel are who you are and not trying to be someone else because that's gonna like I don't know people people can tell when you're not being yourself I think yeah I mean I agree I feel like because of you know my whole like blue hair phase I think the people <laughs> around me that's just like my like go-to when I have people are like not being yourself I was like I mean I knew none of that was like me or like anything that I like stood for but because the people around me were doing it I was like mm-hmm. oh that's right um something that I just thought of it's not one of the questions I have on here but like how would you how would you say like you knew your people that like you say your support system like how did you know that they were going to support you because I feel like definitely like in college a lot of like your friendships are very like wishy-washy mm-hmm. like for lack of better words like how did you like meet people and you were like oh like I know they're gonna stick around and know like I can trust them and they're gonna oh, be that's there that's a good question um I think in college it's really hard because everybody's trying to navigate things all at the same time and a lot of people come from different places and everyone was raised so differently so just having that understanding that everybody's kind of in the same spot was really helpful to me um I also got involved in a campus ministry and that was also just like awesome because I was le- I was meeting other like-minded people. Um, I also became really close with people who were studying the same thing I was studying. Um, so that was another way. But I don't know. I think sometimes you get a vibe from people that mm-hmm. they are just gonna be sticking around for a while and not like dipping out on friendships whenever things get difficult, like working mm-hmm. through. Um, conflict and making sure that people know that you are there for them mm-hmm. and like you have to be a good friend too um but yeah like my best friend for example she's actually my roommate um she is someone who I can tell anything to and I know she's gonna um like understand and give me advice and be helpful to me rather than just like being judgmental and like 
making me feel stupid. So I, I think that's a good way to know. Um, but also not like taking everything so seriously and being like, okay, things are going to pass. Like, I know I'm having conflict with this person right now, but it's not something that's going to last forever and not taking everything to heart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes people get busy, they get snappy or like, they just don't always realize the way they're coming across, but then being able to communicate how that makes you feel and like choosing yourself first too. Yeah. That was kind of a lot, but no, that's good. That, that, was, no, that was, I was thinking like, yeah, like I really needed to hear that because definitely in my life and I've just noticed a pattern of this, which is not a good pattern and it's not something that I'm proud of. But like when it comes to friendships, like if somebody like does me, does me dirty in quotes, like I'm like, oh, I don't need to be their friend anymore. Mm-hmm. But really a lot of the time, like looking back, it's like miss it's just like a miscommunication mm-hmm. or like I just like wasn't being understanding or they weren't being understanding to me. So I feel like I've lost a lot of like quality friendships over that. But then, there, the, but then there's also been times where like I was a little bit overdramatic about it, but it's been for the better. So I feel like, I don't know, that was really good advice because I'm, I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then one of the other questions I have about just kind of that same area is like how do you stay motivated in school work and in your relationship so like you you're really admirable because you take on a lot but Mm -hmm. you do it really well like whenever you were like I got a second job I was like that's crazy so like (laughs) how do you stay motivated like within that yeah so when I was in high school I was diagnosed with depression and I think that is something that like makes me feel unmotivated a lot of the time And that is something that I struggle with all the time. So don't think I'm like always being motivated because that's not how I truly feel. I feel like it's really, really hard to sometimes like get up and be like, I need to get stuff done today. Um, But finding out that I did have depression and like taking care of that was a really, really big thing. And taking medicine and like just like starting to exercise and making myself like healthier that was a really big help in making me feel more motivated because I'm like, I need to take care of myself so I can be a better friend and I can get things done. <laughs> Teddy, you're so loud. I know. Um, so yeah, like definitely taking care of myself and being consistent. Consistency is so important and that sounds so cheesy, but um, like putting a set aside amount of time a day to like relax and just have like you time is so important for like long-term like goal setting Mm -hmm. because if you are like okay I want to do this I want to get this job eventually but you're not taking care of yourself at all you're gonna get burnt out so fast and it's like I had friends in college who would kill themselves over um like their schoolwork and they would be so stressed out that they would have no time for anything fun and they would never like, be able to do anything they wanted to do because they were so stressed out about school. But I was like, okay, if you, like, make a plan and you make time for yourself, you're going to get things done and you're going to feel better because if you're always stressed out, like, you're never going to be super motivated to do anything because you're going to feel terrible. Right. No, I'm, I was this, I feel like I was similar in the sense that, like, whenever I first moved here, I felt like I had to, like, do it all, not necessarily, like, with schoolwork, but, like, socially. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, I have to go to this. I have to hang out with these people. Oh, like, this person will hang out with me. I have to be there. And then I kind of just realized, like, I can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. And I feel like that, like, 
I burn out really fast mm-hmm. and now I'm like, oh, like, I'd rather be by myself now just because I was like putting out so much and yeah. not like taking time for myself. So I think that's actually yeah. really good advice and I think it will help a lot of people. And then just just a bonus question on this area. So what is one area of your life that you want to grow in that like you look at and you're like, okay, this is something I want to like focus on and be better. And how do you decide like what that area of like focus is going to be? He's being such a little baby. Right now, I think the thing that I've really been trying to like hone in on and be good at is this new job that I got. I'm working as an advocate for people who have lost loved ones. And so it's a lot of phone calls with families who are going through a lot of stuff and it can get really easy to just be frustrated especially in like a social work job where it's so easy to be like, I don't know, like, I guess not out of touch, but you get like desensitized to things that are hard. And so I want to continue to like be sensitive to things and have empathy and (laughs) he's so loud. I'm so sorry. Um, So I guess right now it's just like, remembering to have empathy and be sensitive to people because even in my own life like sometimes people will tell me things that are hard and I'll think like oh well the people in my job are like going through so much more but it's like those friendships that are the things Mm -hmm. that I care about the most that I want to show them empathy more than other people and so I think just working on that and like remembering that like the context of things I guess and remembering like okay they're not going through these really, really hard things, but they're still going through hard things. So, like, give them the same grace that you're giving to other people. That's that's so good. I love that. <laughs> so, one of the very first things I noticed whenever I followed Grace on Instagram, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's engaged. <laughs> because, I mean, I don't – I'm – pretty young so I don't know very many engaged yeah. people and so I was like oh my gosh this is so cool and then after, after like talking to her or getting to know her I and like meeting Chad I was like oh my gosh like they're so cute <laughs> and so I feel like if anybody is going to give like good relationship advice for like this age it's definitely you so the very first question I want to ask more because I'm nosy than anything else but like how did you know you wanted to marry Chad like when were you like oh yeah like that's that's the one not necessarily like knowing when he was like going to propose but like how did you know like at like what at what point in y'all's relationship were you like oh yeah like I'm in well whenever Chad and I met I knew that I wanted to marry him I was like this is my guy like I love him um didn't tell him I loved him for a little while but I knew in my heart you knew yeah if you know you know is Um, that like true do you think like the whole if you know you know thing no, I don't think that's true because I think sometimes, like, relationships take a while for you to, like, really understand them and be like, okay, I don't know if this person is right for me. Like, I have some friends who have been in relationships where they were convinced that that was going to be the person they were going to be with and then they break up. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes you know, you know, but I don't Sometimes think you think you know and you don't actually know. Yes. I mean, I, I think, like, when you grow and like self-evolve, you realize more things about yourself and then you are like, okay, I don't think this person is like best fit for me. Um, But that was something cool about Chad and I's relationship is that we really grew together and like all of the things that we've been through in our relationship, I'm so thankful for now because it just shows me how our relationship can withstand hard things. And yeah, so it was pretty soon on. He just was completely different than any guy that I had ever been with and 
everybody says stuff like that. Like, everybody's always going to be like, he was so different than other guys. But it is true. Like, you, there's a difference when someone, when someone treats you right versus when someone is, is not treating you with the respect you deserve. Teddy, stop it. <laughs> You're so disrespectful. He just wants a feature. Yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, I think that he, he was always very, um, willing to, like, show me love and do kind things for me and, like, show me that he cared about me rather than just, like, saying things like, I love you, you're the best, you're so pretty, like, those things are nice too, but when someone is, is using their actions to love you, that's way different. That's... That's actually really good advice, too, because I feel like a lot of girls, like, the guys will say things, and that's just, like, that's what they focus on and not mm-hmm. necessarily the actions. Like, I know, like, for me personally in past relationships, I'm like, oh, but he did, like, he said this, but he said this, but then my friend's like, but he did this. Yeah. So I think those things are, like, very easy to confuse mm-hmm. because words are easy to say, but I feel like actions kind of carry more weight, in my opinion. So yeah. that's good to know that that's, like, accurate. Um. So you and Chad have been together for how many years? Three. Three? Yeah. Okay. And I'm just curious about this because I think there's quite a people that I've talked to that have listened to this that are in, like, long-term relationships. Or, like, they think they're going to be long-term. So, how has your relationship with him changed over time, like, as y'all have matured? Because I feel like, you know, freshman year of college, like, now it's, like, a big maturity yeah. difference. Um, when we first started dating, it was very, like emotional and it was like oh we love spending time together like I have such a big crush on him and it was very lovey-dovey and as you get further into the relationship those things just don't like they're those are not the things that last for a super long time like you have to choose to love someone and even though it's hard like you make the decision that you're like, okay, I'm going to love this person and I see a future of them. So I'm going to work towards that. And so I think a lot of people get stuck up on the like, oh, like I had such strong feelings for him and I kind of like fell out of those feelings, but you kind of go through waves of like, okay, this person is upsetting me right now, but I really love them and care about them. And I really see a future with them. So like, even in those moments where you're frustrated, you can't let those kind of like take over you have to think logically about things. Um, but yeah, our plans for like wanting to get married and stuff like that, those became more realistic once we like were dating for longer. Cause we were like, okay, like you're sticking around. Like I'm you're not going around. anywhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just like us growing as people, our conversations changed. Like me graduating college was a really big deal. And he was, in college at the beginning of our relationship but then decided to drop out because he wanted to pursue his business full-time and so that was something that changed because he's not a college student anymore like we're in different stages <laughs> we're in different stages but um we, we still really care about each other um um so yeah that was like something that was really hard in our relationship was when he decided he didn't want to go to college anymore and i in my mind, I was like, college is so important. Like, that is something that I see my I see myself with someone who goes to college. And then my complete mindset, my mindset about that changed completely because I saw that success was still possible without mm-hmm. college. And he had really prayed through it. And I was like, 
okay, he, this is like, he's serious. Yeah, Yeah. he's serious about this and he's motivated to do this. And like, that's super attractive to me. So even the things you find attractive about someone change, which is so interesting. Like, I find it so attractive that he's so motivated to his business and he is such a good caretaker, like him taking care of our dog, even. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, And then him, like, us talking about engagement, I was like, oh my gosh, I see him as my husband. Like, things just kind of change and mature as you get older, too. Um, It's not just like, oh, he's so cute. Like, yes, I still think he's super attractive, but that's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm like, this is what I find most attractive about this man and what I love most about him. If that makes sense. That does make sense. That's actually, that's good. Because I feel like, like, especially me, I get caught up a lot on, like, the way things look. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, because of like Christian media on like relationships and like all these people and they're you know super cute wedding pictures and mm-hmm. couple pictures and so like I'm always like oh like I need somebody that's gonna like look good in those pictures but really it doesn't matter and I had a conversation with my mom actually if she listens to this hey mom um where she was like eventually like she was like when I met your stepdad he had an eight pack and you know he was <laughs> Like, he was hot, but now, like, we just live together, and uh-huh. he has a beer belly, and I, she was like, and I'm not skinny anymore either, but, like, we love each other, yeah. and, like, it's just different. Like, you just, you know, it's different things matter mm-hmm. later on. Even though you think they matter a lot at the beginning, they don't end up mattering at Yeah, all. which, obviously, you should still care but, about yeah. those things, and they're important to your relationship development, but now our conversations are based around, okay, we are looking into, like, getting an apartment, Stop growling. (laughs) We're looking into getting an apartment and going on tours for that for when we get married. And we weren't talking about that at the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, you weren't like, let's go look at apartments. Exactly. Um, And (laughs) it would have sounded crazy. Yeah, we just got a dog. So, like, a lot of our conversations are like, who's going to take care of the dog tonight? Like, who is taking, like, what's going to happen with him and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, more conversations around those things, but obviously when you are about to get married, things like that happen. Um, we just did our premarital class and that was also something that was super transformative for our relationship because it forced us to talk about things that we usually wouldn't talk about because we're studying this book together mm-hmm. with other couples and you kind of just get a different perspective. And, and so even that, like we've been dating for so long, but our relationship mm-hmm. is still growing and changing if that makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. So, since I feel like, like, you're definitely the best person to answer this, so what are some qualities that you recommend looking for whenever you're looking for that life partner? Like, obviously, if you're, like, dating around, I guess these things wouldn't necessarily matter, but if you're, like, looking for, like, your partner, not necessarily, like, looking, but, like, which you keep your eyes open like for, I guess. Yeah, like the signs, when you meet somebody, like, what are some things, or what are some, like, boxes you think they should check, all mm. those things. Definitely, like, how they treat you is most important, <laughs> right? Um, and not ignoring red flags. Like, if someone is giving you a lot of signs that they aren't going to, like, be putting in the effort to care about you, you should, like, take those things seriously. Um, how they treat other people. Teddy. How they treat other people is really important. Um like, something I noticed about Chad when I met him is that he was so respectful to other people and, like, 
was going to stick up for the right things even when it wasn't popular. Um, that like reminds me of myself. Like I love that about him because that is something that I like think is a good quality about me that I see in him too. But also like his qualities also compliment me a lot. Like I can get really, really emotional about things and upset easily. And he's very quick to be like, well, here's how you can look at it in a different way. And like, I understand you being emotional about this, but also let's be logical about this and see this in like a godly light and pray about it and think about it in a, in a way that's not gonna like make you have bad feelings about things, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know if that answered your question. No, I mean, it kind of did. <laughs> what are some, okay, then what are some major red flags besides like the whole, like the way he treats you thing? Like what are some things that like, if, somebody did this on a date you would be like absolutely not oh my gosh so before bef- <laughs> before <laughs> i started <laughs> intermission for teddy he just he used to speak his truth yeah he does um i went on a date it was at arkansas it was with this other guy i won't say his name <laughs> yeah um, we don't have to call him out <laughs> Um, I went on a date with him to a concert, and he was just like, I don't know, I could just tell he didn't have the right intentions, and we get back in the car after the concert, and he's like, I would just stop vaping for you, and I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I would stop vaping for you. Yes, and I was like, okay, you're weird. (laughs) Like, Uh, um, it was just like. Awkward things like that. I was like, are you being serious right now? I can't tell if you're joking or being serious. And he, um, and then, like, the next day, he was, like, hanging out with a different girl. I was like, what? So do you think that's, like, a major red flag is if, like, somebody takes you out, but they're also taking out and, like, talking to a bunch of other girls? Do you think that's a red flag? It depends on what the relationship is like. Because if you're someone who's, like, dating around, then, yeah, like, if you're also talking to other people, but his words weren't really matching up with what he was telling me right. with, or with what he was doing. And so I was confused because he was like, I like you and I would change all these things for you. Um, but when you're getting in a relationship with someone, you don't want someone to have to like change themselves. And so that was a red flag. It was like, yeah. he is thinking he has to change all this for me. I don't want him to feel that way in a relationship. So like even me not feeling like I'm a good match for him. And so I don't know. You just have to be, like, aware of what's going on. And, like, if someone isn't giving you the same energy that you're giving them, you have to, like, take that and be like, okay, this isn't working out. Um, Yeah. And if the conversations are getting too serious too fast, like, if you feel uncomfortable by someone, you should also take that into account. Like, you don't want to feel uncomfortable by the person you are thinking about dating. Or, like, if they... um, I don't know if they're just doing, like, bad stuff that you are not okay with. And that can just be dependent on the person because you might think something's bad, but I don't. Yeah. that makes sense. But, yeah. I think also how comfortable you feel around someone is a big thing, which is basically what I just said. But making sure that you feel, like, 100% with someone. Yeah. Before you get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And with Chad... Our friendship grew really, really fast before we started dating. I was like, I really like this person. He really cares about me. Um, and he wasn't showing me, like, red flags. So I was like, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Like, I feel steady with this. And 
feel confident in us. Right. Um, so about the, like, change in yourself for people, I find that a lot of the times in, like, my, like, in my, you know, searching, and, like, when I go to talk to people, I'm always kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, what I could do to, like, best impress them, I guess, and I feel like a lot of the times I end up, like, alter, not, like, changing myself, but, like, altering something about myself. What are, like, your opinions on that and, like, how to prevent that or, like, just some advice on that? I mean, if you're, like, 100% confident in yourself, you don't want to change those things about yourself. But if someone's making you feel like that, that's, like, oh, am I not as confident in myself Mm -hmm. as I thought I was? I don't know. I just, if someone's, like, not acting like themselves, I'm really quick to call them out on it. I'm, like, why are you acting like that? Like, yeah. um, I told y'all, she's a girl boss. She will call you out. Yeah, but don't, I don't know. I just don't feel like you need to change for someone because you're exactly who you need to be and exactly who God created you to be in this moment. And you might be doing some, like, evolving yourself, but if people are, if a guy especially is, like, affecting that or if you are um, compromising yourself for someone, like, that's not okay. And that's something you should probably look at, if that makes sense. Yeah. That was kind of harsh, but... I know. I'm like, okay, Grace. Okay, anyways, guys, that's it. <laughs> but no, I definitely find myself... Hey, Teddy. I find myself really guilty of that just because... I don't know. I always feel like I have to, like, adjust to them, mm-hmm. which has been, like, a huge struggle with my, like, dating is because, like, I... When I'm not talking about boys, like, I know everything that I bring to the table and I know my worth, but it's like, and I start talking to someone and I think they're kind of cute or I think, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe I could, like, date them. I'm, like, I start compromising on things and I'm, mm-hmm. like, very quick to compromise. So that's definitely something I think I need to work on. And just, like, from, he's so crazy. Just from, like, talking to other girls my age about dating, a lot of it is, like, oh my gosh, like, but he does this, or, but he said he likes this, and I'm not this, and things mm-hmm. like that, or, like, <laughs> bet me so hard. <laughs> um, I just feel like that's just, like, something that I'm trying to work on, and I think could, could definitely use some TLC, is, like, being okay with not being the right match for somebody. Yeah. Because in my brain, I'm, like, everybody should be in love with me. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. Are they not? I'm like, what do you mean you don't think I'm cute? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I remember I – this is just a silly story, and he's probably going to listen to this because he's my friend. But I was talking to this guy, and I had blonde hair whenever we, whenever we were, like, talking. But then I dyed my hair brown, and he was like, you look so much better <gasps> with <laughs> blonde hair. And I was like – because obviously I'm a natural bird, like a natural brunette, like yeah. a reddish brown. So I was like, oh. And so then in my brain immediately I was like, I need to make a hair appointment. Like I need to go dye my hair blonde again. Just because I wanted to like, because mo- I liked my, like I like my hair dark. Obviously yeah. I kept it this way. But I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be blonde again because he likes this. But I feel like I need to get over that and just be okay with like, somebody's, you were the craziest wiener I know. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> you were so crazy but just he's so distracting because I, I just want to play with him but um <laughs> i'm trying to jump over your leg but um Hurdles. i know he's he's track star you're a track star teddy he's so tall buddy but yeah and especially um like in the 
more like religious aspect and more of like a how I approach social media aspect, there's been times where I've, like, thought somebody was cute, so I, like, blocked them from my story so, like, they couldn't see what I was posting. Teddy. Because I was scared of, like, them. He wants, he wants a solo. Uh, he, like, I was scared of, like, him being, like, oh, like, that's weird. Or, like, mm-hmm. if they weren't as, like, passionate about, like, sharing the gospel as me, they'd be, like, um, freak. You know what I mean? But, like, that stuff doesn't matter. And I know that, like, somebody's gonna love me just the way I am. But it's hard, especially when, like, I don't know, with social media, because, like, everything, everything about you is so, like, accessible mm-hmm. that I feel like it's easy, <laughs> easy to, like, yeah. um, just, I don't know, become so caught up in, like, what boys think about you. Yeah. But I only care about what Teddy thinks about me. Um, yes, I, but whenever, before I was dating Chad, I had, like, a season where I was single, and that was something I always was thinking about, like, oh, I want to be in a relationship, and I went on dates with guys, and, like, I was longing for a relationship, and my relationship with Chad, like, kind of came out of nowhere, because I wasn't expecting to start dating someone my freshman year of college. Yeah. Um, And I think everyone meets people at different stages in their life when it's, like, meant for them. Um. But looking back, I was like, why was I pining over these guys who, like, did not like me? And they didn't care about me the way that my fiancé does now. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful that I, like, didn't end up dating any of them. And I didn't, I, like, saved myself from that pain that I would have had had I dated them, if that makes sense. Even, like, some of my high school boyfriends, I, like... I would always go through that breakup and I felt terrible about myself and I'm like this is this sucks like because as the girl you always feel like you're the problem even when you're not you're like right. oh I could have done this better I could have looked prettier I could have you know what I mean like there's always like the oh my gosh like I could have done this better and it's all my fault and that's really not yeah and that's that's something I feel like has been really difficult for me is like realizing that like it's not me <laughs> I'm yeah, so speak sorry. your truth. He's so loud. Speak your truth. Um, no, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Cause it's like you put the blame on yourself for that breakup, and you think that it was your fault that it that you broke up. Cause the guy will be like, well, blah 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 blah, and their actions will show you that like, oh wow, they really didn't care about me, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, but. It wasn't my fault. They were just these like immature high school boys, yeah. and like they were figuring stuff out too. And it's not just their fault if that makes sense like I see my fault in things too and that's definitely something that I'm still learning to this day is that like oh like it's like the stuff that I did in the past is like some of it is my fault but then a lot of it especially in relationships isn't and that's just them you know learning and growing and as like as much as I see them as a lesson they're also going to look at their relationship with me and like see that as a lesson yeah. one day when they are mature <laughs> who knows when that's going to be probably when they're like 40 but like it does it does help like i don't know being able to look back in retrospect and be like okay well, this was a red flag yeah and this wasn't but like for me i haven't been in like i think i've been in like one quote relationship and so like that's like all i've had to learn from so it's been really hard to like navigate relationships like i guess without like experience yeah so. well Okay, something, I do have something to say about that is that people are always like, date to marry and don't date someone unless you see yourself getting married to them. That is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because if you don't date people, you're not going to know what you actually want in a relationship. And like, there's some people who they, the first person they date is the person they marry. But I think that's kind of rare. Um, 
like, there was a lot of guys that I dated who I, like, had to kind of, like, go through these, like, relationships to, like, realize what I actually wanted, and that's how I ended up with Chad, is, like, I knew that he was treating me right, and these other guys were not, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's okay to date around and, like, talk to boys and, like, figure out, like, if you do like them. You don't yeah. have to just, like, stick to one just person. Just be like, oh, yep, yeah, like, that's the one. Exactly. he was nice to me. Yeah, exactly. And that was something that, like, I have to keep reminding myself is, like, it's okay if you go, hey, it's okay if you, like, go on a date and you don't like them. Or it's okay mm-hmm. if you, just, like, you know, you start Snapchatting somebody and you're just like, oh, like, we don't really vibe or, like, I'm not really, like, attracted to them. Like, I'm having to be like, Kelsey, like, that's okay. You don't have to, like. Yeah. You don't have to just, I don't know, date the first guy you talk to because that is... I feel like that's another thing. sometimes you feel like you owe them something because... Because you start a conversation with them or, like, you're talking to them and you're just like... And then I feel bad and I feel, like, all guilty. And I'm just like, it's literally... Like, there's nothing to feel guilty about. Like, there's nothing established there. Or, like, for me, if, like, I go on a date with somebody then I feel like I am dating them. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, but, like, what would they think if I, like, started talking to somebody else? Yeah. And I'm like, they're definitely talking. <laughs> Teddy is getting swung around right now. <laughs> but I'm like, they would be so upset if they found out that I was doing this, but they don't care because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Boys are weird. Get better, y'all. <laughs> Change. Be There's mature. some good ones out there, though. That's like, okay, everybody says that. Where are they at? If you're listening to this and you're my future husband, what's up? But if you're listening, pull up. <laughs> pull up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like it's also really good for me because I do have like you know relationships to like look at, like yours and Chad's, like meeting y'all, and then just hearing you talk about. It, I'm like, oh wait, that like gave me like so much clarity. And then like my sister and her husband are precious, and like hearing the way they talk to each other and talk mm-hmm. about each other, I'm like, that is so good because in my like. Not to, like, be whatever, but a lot of my friends' relationships, because of, like, their age, are, like, really rocky, and I feel like that's just kind of how it is, because they're, like, coming out of the honeymoon phase, and I'm, like, whoa, that seems chaotic. I don't really know if I want to get into a relationship, mm-hmm. and, um, and because then, you know, then I'm, like, okay, maybe I do, and then I start going on dates, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I hate men, which is not true, but I'm, like, they're the worst. Like, this happened to me, but I feel like it's all part of the learning process, maybe, I'm hoping, I don't know. It's just a lot that goes into it, and it kind yeah. of wrecks my brain. Well, in relationships, you kind of just go through different seasons. Like, you're going to go through a season where you're going to have to work through... <laughs> he wants the tree skirt. You're going to have to go through some conflict to, like, figure out, like, okay, is this something that is worth staying in, or is this, like, the time we need to reassess? Or, like, okay, this isn't working out. Um, Because Chad and I have definitely had our fair share of arguments and fights that we're, like is this, like, what we really want? And after we, like, talk it through and think about it, we're like, okay, yes, we really care about each other. It's important for us to work through these things. And even though it's hard, it's so worth it in the end because, like, that conflict brings us closer Mm -hmm. and we learn more about each other and just, like, it ends up being better in the end because of it. Yeah, that's so sweet. See, you're giving me hope. You can think about that in friendships, too, is, like, conflict like, brings out vulnerability, and that's just, like, so healthy for relationships. Yeah. No, I definitely need to bring that into my friendships because, and also, I'm the kind of friend that, like, you can oh. ignore me or, like, look at me the wrong way, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, they hate me. Or, like, <laughs> like I literally walk around work, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, everybody hates me. And, like, <laughs> and it's probably not true. Uh-uh. And 
and like like even with my like roommates like one of them so my roommate ella i'm gonna call her out because she knows um she will not talk to anybody for the first like hour she's awake i didn't know that when i first moved over yeah. her so i'd sit there and talk to her for like 30 minutes and she's not saying anything <laughs> back to me and i was like one day i was like why are you ignoring me like i'm sitting here trying to have a whole conversation with you and she goes i just woke up i was like you've been up for 30 minutes and she's like yeah but like i'm tired i don't like talking to people in the morning and so like for months i thought that she just hated me mm-hmm. and i was like ella is so mad at me guys and i don't know why but it's just because that's like how she is and she doesn't like that and that's you know rightfully so mm-hmm. and i don't know i just feel like in my brain i just need to work on like being confident in my friendships and relationships mm-hmm. And I think that's something a lot of people could work on because I think we're very quick to be like, oh my gosh, they left me on open, they hate me. Or, oh my gosh, they didn't ask me, like, they didn't ask me to hang out, they don't yeah. want to see me. Like, things like that, I feel like can get really misconstrued in our brains mm-hmm. and it drives you crazy. Sometimes yeah. I feel crazy. I don't know. Well, thinking about. Yeah, Teddy. <laughs> thinking about things like with a friendship, for example, like with Carla, mm-hmm. my best friend. We have to communicate about things sometimes that are hard, and we have to talk through things, and sometimes I'm like, oh, she's upset at me, and she's not upset at me. She just had a really long day, and she doesn't want to talk right now, and so kind of giving people the benefit of the doubt, like, okay, they are not, like, upset or mad at me. Like, our friendship is fine. Nothing, I didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. Like, nothing happened between us, like give it a couple hours and things are going to be okay but constantly going to that overthinking like anxious mind can be really hard and you can like keep those thoughts and in your mind and you're like oh when I'm talking to them like I have to be really cognizant about what I'm saying and like walk on eggshells but you don't want friendships where you're going to feel like you're walking on eggshells either and so like take everything with a grain of salt and think okay I am not going to take what they say to me right now, like, so to heart that it's going to ruin our friendship. But even if it is something serious, bring it up later and, like, work through that. Yeah, that's such that's such good advice. I needed to hear that. I'm sure somebody else did because <laughs> it's it's just so easy to get caught up in that. Oh, like, what if? And, like, yeah. what if I made them mad? Or, like, what if they're upset with me? And they're not. And... That's, it's, it's so self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom will literally text me and be like, what are you doing? Instead of, like, it's, it's, or W-I-D instead of what are you doing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, she's about to call me and yeah. scream at me for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And it just, the overthinking mindset in, in like, every aspect of mm-hmm. my life and I'm oh. sure other people's lives is just kind of, it's very, I don't know, it's controlling a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm frustrated with it, but we're getting better. We're learning. Grace is teaching me right now. And yeah. But like sometimes when you are overthinking things, it's nice to have someone you can talk to and be like, do you feel like I'm overthinking this? Like, Mm -hmm. does this, is this coming across like I'm being kind of crazy right now? Yeah. And if you have that person in your life, like if it was your mom or something, she can be like, yeah, I think you're taking that a little bit too seriously. Like just like take a step back for a second. It's not that deep. Take a deep breath. Like maybe you are having a long day too and you're taking things people are saying like really hard. Yeah. No, that's that that's definitely I'd say probably like the biggest struggle in my life. Or like a teacher looks at me the wrong way and I'm like, they're gonna fail me. They hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally said that to my comp instructor. I was like, You hate me. And he was like, No, I don't. <laughs> 
He's like, he's like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just doing my job. He's like, he goes, I just, I'm just chilling. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We're just not best friends. So I was confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like that. Like that. I'm the worst about that. I'm like, so they don't invite me to hang out and they don't want to talk to me 24 seven. They don't like, we're not best friends. So I don't like, I don't think they like me, but like not everybody has to be your best friend and love you. And my mom tells me that all the time. She's like, mm-hmm. not everybody has to be your bestie. And I'm like, but I want them to be. Yeah. But we're making it through. The relationship advice was really good. Whenever you were talking about um, like not ignoring red flags, I'm the worst about that. I'm the worst about being like making exceptions for people that I think are like attractive or mm-hmm. like nice. I'm like, okay, but like, I know they did this, but, and that doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't make up for the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was so good for my brain to hear. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, if something is like questionable, you can like always ask other people to be like, "Was this kind of weird?" Like, if you have friends telling you like that is not good, like you should not ignore that. Yeah. Like they're probably right, but because you're in it, you have tunnel vision and you can't see it, and so have like a trusted group of friends it goes back to the beginning like have yeah. have a good support system that you can lean on who will tell you what's what and put you in line yeah that's so good <laughs> build your community yes and working on that that's been a huge adjustment like moving from like home where I had all these friends like people that I talk to all the time mm-hmm. and then I moved away and I don't talk to them as much because I don't see them every day like I yeah. did before so like now it's like oh like I'm having to build a whole nother like I'm having like a new community which mm-hmm. is really cool because I'm getting to like make friends at my job and make friends with my sorority yeah. and make friends with my like, my roommates and my, my best friends and things like that so it's been really nice but it's difficult because for like a lot of these people I haven't known them very long so there's just not the same trust there as it was with the people that I've known most of my life mm-hmm. so that's been really hard to navigate but I think it's good to know that like you will find your people mm-hmm you still have so much life ahead of you and I'm only 22 that like I am still figuring out myself and still learning new things and I think that's also comforting like knowing that people older than you are still learning and still growing and like even this this last semester I started grad school and it's been so hard that I'm like is this what I really want to do like I need to like reevaluate mm-hmm. if this is what's right and yeah, so you're constantly changing and growing, and that's a good thing. No, that is good, too, because I feel like, like, I'm always, like, when, like, when am I going to, like, settle? When am I going to be, like, done? When am I going to know everything I'm going to mm-hmm. need to know? When am I going to have Never. all the friends? <laughs> and so that's really good to know that, You're like, always going to like, want something more. And that's so frustrating, but it's also, like, really nice to know that, like, I'm not just, like, done. Like, I'm not just here, and, like, that's it. Like, this is it for me. Like, it's good to know that there's, you know, more coming. Yeah. And exactly. good things coming. Exactly. So... Do you have anything else you want to talk about or say? Um, thanks for letting me be on. But no, definitely, like, you were... I'm just going to get for real for a second. You were the first person I felt drawn to because I felt like you weren't going to, like, judge me. Thanks. And I... For real. I told my mom that. I also told you that I told my mom that I wanted to be just like you when I grew up. <laughs> but, like... Because I tell my mom everything. But I was literally, like... I told her, I was like, I work with this girl named Grace, and she's just, like, you're just so kind. And, like, even when you are, like, giving, like, harsh advice, you say it in a way that I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I could be better, and I could do this, and this would make my life better. So That's also something I've had to learn a lot about, because I will say things, and they can come across so mean, Mm -hmm. where I won't realize that I'm hurting someone's feelings, and when people are like, that really hurt my feelings, sometimes my first reaction is like, no, it didn't. But 
I have to really like think like how did I say that to that person like what did I say Mm -hmm. that made them feel that way and so I've had to grow a lot in that area just like because you're around so many people in college that people do people are sensitive and that's okay and they take things differently for sure exactly so like also being accepting of people's like criticism sometimes is a good thing and being like okay well I hurt them and it's okay that I hurt their feelings but I need to work on that and like make sure that that's not something that's happening all the time in yeah. sense because you are going to hurt people and things are going to happen and you're not perfect obviously yeah so just knowing those things I guess is helpful yeah now that was for sure just like something that like really stood out about you is that you just like you weren't gonna judge and like when I needed like help figuring things out you were just like the first person that I was like okay I can ask her and she's not gonna Mm -hmm. be like why don't you know that like you're just very accepting of people and I think it's really awesome there's very few people like (laughs) so I'm like gonna get off my feels I'm like girl this is so (laughs) nice guys but no seriously that was why I guess that's why I followed you on Instagram so fast I was like you're the first person I followed I was like she is so nice I like I, the first shift I worked with you, I literally left, and I was like, mom, she is so nice. Because that's what I was really scared of, because I feel like a lot of girls that I've met, and it may, it may just be, like, my brain telling me they come off this way, but I definitely feel like they're, like, making assumptions or, like, judging me immediately. Mm-hmm. And it could be just my brain, but it definitely feels that way, like, feels that way, because not everybody's as friendly or talkative as me. Some people aren't. I'm like, so it was really nice to, like, go somewhere new, because it was, like, it's kind of scary, like, going into, moving to a new town you know, making all, like, all new, like, sorority friends, making all new, like, friends' friends, mm-hmm. starting, like, adjusting to a new class, and then also, like, s- deciding, like, to get a new job somewhere where you don't know anybody, and, like, yeah. a lot of you guys have been working together for a long time, so I was just kind of, like, scared of, like, fitting in, I guess, mm-hmm. and you just did a really good job making sure I didn't feel like an idiot all the time, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just really appreciated. Thanks. The world needs more graces. <laughs> Thank you. But anyways, guys, that is all we have for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Thank you, Grace, for coming and talking. Um, I had such a good time. And yeah, uh, make sure you guys follow on Spotify, like on Apple. Y'all know what to do. I don't really know what to tell you to do. (laughs) um, Follow Teddy. Follow Teddy at Teddy (laughs) Dawini. Is that, isn't that what it is? Yes. Yeah. He's finally calm down. He's asleep now that we're, you know, done. Because that makes, that's perfect. But yeah. Uh, bye! <laughs>